Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. I have a sermon for you, so let me open in prayer and begin it. Good, I petition you that you open the hearts of the brothers and sisters in order order that they're able to receive your rules, regulations, and commandments, and to be able to obey them and do them righteously, and to perform good throughout their lives. I pray this in the name of your Son, Yeshua. Amen. Okay, it says here at Isaiah 10, chapter chapter 10, verse 15. Should the axe glorify itself over the one who chops with it? So we're seeing here, what it's saying is, how can the axe, or we glorify ourselves over the one who created and made us? Or should the devil be glorified more than the creator? Should the soul magnify itself over the one who moves it? Isaiah chapter 50, verse 2. With my... It says, with my elbow I dry up the sea and I turn the river into deserts. So here we good is letting us know his power. And isn't it worthy for one who could dry up the sea and the desert, uh, turn rivers into deserts, be glorified, the one who created made us? Let's go further on and see. At Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 18, it says, you display your your grace to, to... to the wounds, but also repay the guilt of the of father into the lap of their children who follow them. So good repays the <clears throat> disobedience to the children of the fathers who follow their father's ways, their wrong ways, or their wrong guidance. It goes to say, who other than God is capable of bringing wrath upon his enemies? Jeremiah chapter 49, verse 37 says, I will bring disaster on them, my burning anger. So why would good bring his burning anger on us? For disobedience of his laws. Yes, by disobeying them and following false idols and things like those. He goes to say, Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 39. When they are hot with desire, I will prepare them a drink. I will make them so drunk they will keep forever and never wake up. So here Good is talking about the death blow to those who disobey his laws or death to those who who are wicked and unrighteous. It goes to say in Psalms chapter 54 verse 14, Who can restore your joy and salvation and let a willing spirit uphold you? That is good we are talking about here. The brother was speaking about good or Adonai. The only one who could restore your joy after losing a loved one 
or your salvation, your deliverance in him by trusting in him, and let a willing spirit, his Ruach HaKadosh, uphold you, keep you going and doing rightful things. The brother says at Psalms chapter 56, verse 4, I, his word, put my trust in him, and I have no fear. This scripture shows us that good protects us if we are with him. So we have no fear being protected by good or done not. We have no fear. All fear is lost because we trust in him and his salvation and deliverance. It says in Job chapter 8, verse 4, If your children sin against him, we left them to be victims of their own offense, showing he had to be with them in the first place in order for him to lead them to their own offense. So good is with the righteous, the righteous doers. It says in Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 14, Say, my Lord, remember Tobiah and Shanvalet according to their deeds, which is another scripture which shows that it is God who has the last say in our lives. This scripture shows us that all things holy are prevailed in the end. In the end, the Creator has the say on on your deathbed. All right, let me go into the reading now. We are at, uh, hold on. We are at Leviticus chapter 11, and it goes to say, yeah, that's Leviticus chapter 11. But the people began complaining about their hardships to Adonai. When Adonai heard it, his anger flared up so that fire from Adonai broke out against them and consumed the outskirts of the camp. Then the people cried to Moshe, Moshe prayed to Adonai, and the fire abated. That place was called Tavrah, burning because Adonai's fire broke out against them. <clears throat> Next, the mixed crowd that was with them grew greedy for an easier life, while the people of Israel, for their part, also renewed their weeping and said, If only we had meat to eat. Remember the fish we used to eat in Egypt. It cost us nothing. And the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garden. But now we are withering away. We have nothing to look at but this man. They're talking about Moshe. The man, by the way, was like coriander seed and white like gum resin. The people would go around gathering it and would grind it up in mills and pound it to the paste with mortar and petals. Then they would cook it in pots and make it into loaves that tasted like cakes baked with olive oil. When the dew settled down, settled on the camp during the night, the man came with it. They're talking about the manna here, the manna. Moshe heard the people crying, family after family, each person at the entrance to his tent. The anger of Adonai flared up violently, and Moses, too, was displeased. Moshe asked Adonai, why are you treating your servant so badly? Why haven't I found favor in your sight so that you put the burden of this entire people on me. 
Did I conceive this people? Was I their father so that you tell me? Carry them in your arms like a nurse carrying a baby to the land you swore to their ancestors. Where am I going to get meat to give this people, entire people? Because they keep bothering me with their crying and saying, give us meat to eat. I can't carry this either entire people by myself alone. It's too much for me. If you are going to treat me this way, then just kill me outright. Please, if I have any mercy toward me, and don't let me go on being this miserable. Adonai said to Moshe, Bring me 70 of the leaders of Israel, people you recognize as leaders of the people and officers of theirs. Bring them to the tent of meeting and have them stand there with you. I will come down and speak with you there, and I will take some of the spirit which rests on you and put it on them. Then they will carry the burden of the people along with you, so that you won't carry it yourself alone. Tell the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow, and you will eat meat, because you cried in the ears of Adonai. If only we had meat to eat. We had the good life in Egypt. All right, Adonai is going to give you meat, and you will eat it. You won't eat it just one day or two days or five or ten or twenty days, but a whole month until it comes out of your nose and you hate it, because you have rejected Adonai who is here with you and distressed him with your crying and asking, why did we ever leave Egypt? So the people are becoming displeased that they left Egypt for the harsh life in the desert, which isn't actually harsh because they have Adonai with them, so it's not harsh at all. It's just that they're turning trust away from the Creator. But Moshe said, here I am with 600,000 men on foot, and yet you say I will give them meat to eat for a whole month. If whole flocks and herds were slaughtered for them, would it be enough if all the fish in the sea were collected for them? Would even that be enough? Adonai asked Moshe, has Adonai arm grown short? Now you will see whether what what I said will happen or not. Moshe went out and told the people what Adonai had said. Then he collected 70 of the leaders of the people and placed them all around the tent. Adonai came down in the cloud, spoke to him, took some of the spirit that was on him, and put it on the 70 leaders. When the spirit came to rest on them, they prophesied, then but not afterwards. There were two men who stayed in the camp, one named Eldar, Eldad, and the other Medad, and the spirit came to rest on them. They were among those listed to go out to the tent, but they hadn't done so, and they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and told Moshe, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Yeshua, the son of Nun, who from his youth had been Moshe's assistant, answered, My Lord. Moshe stopped him, but Moshe replied, Are you so zealous to protect me? I wish all of Adonai's people were prophets. I wish Adonai would put his spirit on all of them. Moshe and the leaders of Israel went back into the camp. And Adonai sent out a wind which brought quails from across the sea and let them fall near the camp. About a day's trip away on each side of the camp and all around it, covering the ground to a depth of three feet. But the people stayed up all that day, all night, and all the next day gathering the quails. 
The person gathering the least collected ten heaps. Then they spread them out for themselves all around the camp. But while the meat was still in their mouth, before they had chewed it out, the anger of Adonai fled up against the people. And Adonai struck the people with a terrible plague. Therefore that place was named Kavrat Hatava, Grave of Greed, because there they buried the people who were so greedy. From Kavrat Hatava, the people traveled to Hatzorat, and they stayed at Hatzorat. So we see here that Adonai's anger blazed up against them because of their greed and gathering the quails, which he saw them gathering the quails. Uh, and uh, remember he said that uh, until it came out of their mouths, uh, they would hate it in the end. So this was a plague of good for their lack of trust in him. And this is something we don't want to do as Christians is have a lack of trust in good. We want to always trust in good and his word to the utmost. All right, that is my lesson for today, and now I'll be leaving you. I'm going to say a prayer. Good, I petition you that the brothers and sisters were able to understand. Open their minds to the word of God and to, to your commandments and your laws. Let them be able to obey them, make it easy for them, give them a life of ease instead of a life of hardship and burdens. Give them the sustenance they need to survive and go on on a day-to-day life. Give them a house, a place to rest their head, food on the table, a job. I pray this and all good things for them in the name of your son, excluding myself, for in the name of your son, Yeshua. Amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.